listening to Parker Labs presents a crash course in venture capital with Paul Capon, managing partner of LunaCap Ventures. I'm Iron Mike Stedman, member of the Bunker Labs branding team and the executive producer of this series. In this fifth and final episode of the series, Paul takes off his VC hat for a moment to put on his entrepreneurial one and give you all some words of encouragement as you hit the fundraising trail. Paul pulls back the curtain on LunaCap Ventures and shares his story of building the firm from the ground up. This is an episode you don't want to miss as Paul is one of the best entrepreneurs I know. By the end of this episode, you'll have a first-hand perspective of what led Paul to found LunaCap Ventures, how he's grown his firm over the years, and the challenges of running a venture firm. Paul's story is a perfect way to close out this series, and hopefully it will inspire you to continue on your own entrepreneurial path. We hope you enjoy this final episode and that it accelerates you on your entrepreneurial journey. You're listening to Barker Labs Presents, where we're sitting down with Paul Capon, Managing Director of Luna Cap Ventures. In this final episode, Paul is going to share some words of encouragement to those of you out there that are uh, fundraising for your startup, hitting the trail, and uh, in the fight. Great. No, no. Thanks, Mike. Um, you know, I think the the last four podcasts, you know, we really focused around more of the technicalities and just a very high level um, kind of overview in terms of, uh, you know, venture debt, venture capital, you know, how do we pitch? Um, and now I think, you know, it's really, you know, I'd love to kind of just talk about, you know, my story and building Lunicap Ventures and, you know, kind of being more of a, you know, just a human, um, because I think that there's a lot of misconception that, you know, that, that, you know, VCs are sitting there in their you know, iron thrones and, you know, it's everybody comes in and, um, you know, they, they may know everything. And I just want to say that, you know, a lot, you know, maybe a lot of VCs might, <laughs> uh, not, not enjoy this, but I think, you know, they're, they're I, having, having invested in a lot of companies now and both personally on my own and then through the fund, um, definitely a lot of lessons learned. And of course there's experience, there are ways to like structure deals, but at the end of the day, everybody is a human being. Um, and you know, when you have industry, um, industry experts and folks, you know, maybe a lot of what they're looking at is not typically, it may not be, you know, that, that you actually want some fresh eyes, that you want that perspective of somebody who actually comes from a disruptive nature versus kind of looking at what's currently going on in the industry. Um, and I mean, it's not to say that there's that, that, that every, that certain people, uh, you know, don't, they, that don't, they don't provide value. Of course they do. And I think that, you know, so I want to caveat and just say everything and just make that disclaimer that they're, they're definitely the experts they are definitely some folks that kind of know how to structure deals and what to look out for. But at the end of the day, everybody's still human. So don't feel, you know, like scared about getting in front of them. And if they are, and if they do, you know, maybe act in a certain way or just think that they're, you know, maybe better kind of give off that vibe, then maybe they're not the people to get in bed with because it should be a two way street. You know, your business better than anyone else. So I think that's, you know, one thing, and that's just a personal thing. Um, I have a no douchebag rule. Um, I kind of, when I got out of the military and went into some, you know, uh, went into some jobs in the civilian world, there were definitely those folks uh, that, that kind of, you know, I, I, oh, I've done this and so now it's your turn. And, you know, any idea that I'd bring up would be, maybe be squashed. And it wasn't everybody. There were some really great folks, but just like the military and just like transitioning, you have great leaders and you have not so great leaders. Um, and so the one thing is, is I just want to always be kind of an open book. 
Um, there's nothing that I know that I probably couldn't teach everybody within, you know, two months. So after two months, you say, Paul, is that it? And, yep, that's it. Uh, there's, you know, and then going forward, it's just kind of believing in the self and then kind of just getting that experience under it. But from a technical standpoint, um, there's, you know, I don't think there's anything that anyone on this podcast couldn't couldn't get. Um, so, I mean, well, you know, the reason I started, you know, Lunicap Foundation and we'll start off with Lunicap Ventures uh, was, you know, I was in, I was in, I was in VC, um, I had an opportunity to work and it was, it was great. And I kind of noticed that, you know, but my background had been more focused on the debt piece. And so as I saw companies come across, um, there was one company that came to, came across my table, um, and, you know, personally just decided, Hey, well, why don't I take this? And then why don't I start my, you know, start investing on my own? Um, and so we did the first investment and then more came across the table, but they tended, they tended to need that venture debt piece. So I did more investments like that. And slowly and surely, uh, those companies tended to do really well. And I started bringing a team together and I wasn't really, I think at the beginning focused on building out of actual venture debt platform. It was just, Hey, here's one deal. Here's another deal. These seem to be very similar. We tightened up the message. We tightened up the, uh, the, the legal docs and then it just kind of started. And then one day you kind of wake up and you say, Hey, there's, there's actually, this is, this is a fund. Um, so I went out and uh, raised my second fund and my second round. And I will tell you how many people kind of say, well, no, you're, you're too, you're too early stage. Uh, or you don't have enough exits and it was, and it was true and it was fair advice. And, but like, just, just as like you as the entrepreneurs, as fund managers, we're going out and we're going to really wealthy individuals and we're asking them for money to invest on their behalf into these startup companies. So they have the same questions. We have to build pitch decks. Um, I think everybody thinks that there's like the VC and that's where the, like the man sits there, the woman sits at the top and whoever's there, um, they hold everything and everybody bows down to them. And I, where, I, I don't know where this person sits, but it seems as though there's always somebody. Um, so even as the fund, you're going to, we have our own investors and we have a fiduciary duty to our investors to protect their capital, to try to get the highest returns. Um, and then doing that and then, you know, obviously getting them the highest returns and then doing and investing the ways that, you know, that, that we've agreed to early on. Um, and so we were very fortunate to have, you know, some LPs, which is a limited partner. And now those are the folks, the accredited investors that invest in our fund um, that I, you know, that I've known personally, that I've met over time, that believed in what we were doing. And then we were able to get to the stage. Um, and so far, things have been going very well overall. And now we're trying to get, you know, a couple more deals across the table. Uh, you know, COVID has obviously been you know, some some very interesting for us um, in both good and bad ways. I think that the overall environment from a, from a VC standpoint, uh, it's it's good that things kind of got uh, I think uh, got knocked knocked around a bit because I believe that you know valuations were really high over the past couple of years, um, and for us as a venture debt fund you know, we're competing against other, other VCs and other venture debt platforms to invest in these companies. And because there was just all of this money out there, um, all of this capital that was out there, uh, you know, if we, if we, we would go out and we would say that we, you know, we had certain specifications and covenants and um, what our pricing was going to be. And there was always somebody who was able to go and lower. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we're, you know, we're pretty strict about is, is that, you know, we, 
want to make sure that we're protecting our LPs and that we're doing the right things by them by trying to get the highest return. And even though maybe the overall market, there's a lot of volatility there because of the surplus of capital, low interest rates, and this is all before COVID, um, you know, we would stand back and then we would wait for the right deal to come across. And now during COVID, I think a lot of that capital's dried up. So it has done a bit of a market correction, which has been really interesting for us. Um, and we've been talking with some great companies and some of the deals have worked and worked out um, and some of them are still in progress and some of them haven't. Um, but, you know, for us, you know, we're always out there. We're having to market ourselves and it is a two way street and going and talking with companies. Um, and additionally, you know, my goal is that hopefully early next year, uh, I'm, I will be going out and I will try to be raising uh, another fund and trying to raise you know 30 to 40 million dollars um, for our next fund. So we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know, we've had some really great conversations. We're much further, you know, along in terms of where we are. Uh, and, but, you know, <laughs> I, you know, just kind of putting, you know, we're still a startup in a certain sense. Um, and we were, and we've been at it for five to six years now, and it took a while to get to this point. But now that we have the traction, the data points, I think, you know, the right check sizes, and we just want to increase those check sizes, um, you know, like we're, we're still, you know, just like you're pitching to us, we're pitching to other folks. Uh, so, you know, I certainly feel, feel the pain. Um, and, you know, I would say that as a, you know, as an entrepreneur, the other thing to think about is, um, you know, if you're, as you're going into it, just make sure to give yourself enough runway um, and kind of doing, you know, four, four to five years, uh, really think about that. It's not just a hockey stick and you go out and you raise money and you're off to the races. It really does take some time. You're going to have the COVID of the world. You're going to have these. You're going to get knocked down. Um, you're going to have a bunch of no's. And you just have to be able to be receptive, know what data points and when, you know, to evaluate everything. And then you kind of know, okay, this is something that I should consider. Maybe this is something that I don't consider, but just be, you know, listen to everything that you're, that you're getting. Um, because I generally think that most people just want to be helpful, not um, just kind of pointing out, you know, flaws for the sake of, you know, trying to sound like the smartest person in the room. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, that's the biggest reason why I've seen a lot of companies go under is that they just give up at like year two or year three. Um, and so as you're doing and you're going into the startup world, you know, thinking about your own personal runway, that's a really important thing. Um, and I know I'm kind of jumping all over from kind of the Lunacamp Ventures, how I started it to this. But I just kind of see a lot of parallels between, you know, what, what I was doing, which it was a startup and what you guys are doing um, and just some of the things that you just need to be very aware of and just be considerate of. Um, and there's nothing wrong. You know, I think there, you know, there are folks out there. There's nothing wrong with having another job or creating your own cash flow from one thing so that you can at least put food on the table and then 100 percent kind of ease your way and transition your way into the startup community. That is something that, you know, I think, you know, when you talk about folks and you see Shark Tank and they say, are you 100% committed? And we need that. I, I, there's absolutely a lot of validation. That's absolutely right that we want you to be focused on it. But there's also the right time in, you know, in terms of making that transition. So if you were in the idea phase and you're kind of starting to build something, but as soon as you have that revenue and you're able to start supporting yourself, then that's when you should transition. You should not be having a, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be building and having half a million million dollar business, but still keeping your foot in your consulting, your consulting gear or whatever else you're doing. I mean, I guess if you can, that's great, 
But that's when, you know, VCs would kind of question, well, hey, if we're going to give you money, why are you still having a full time job when now this, you know, your job can support you? Um, but if it's you're still in the ideation phase, you're still kind of feeling things out, you're coming up with your MVP. There's absolutely no reason well until you get your crash flow to focus on the to focus on something that does provide you that uh, because I'd rather the business continue and actually grow in and grow to fruition instead of a hundred percent of doing, doing that. And then you have to kill it because you have to go and then go back to a normal job. And so you decided to stop. Um, so I think those are things to consider, um, you know, and, and as you go in and talk with VCs, you know, like we're, we're, we're people, you know, we, we have our own interests and we have, you know, kind of what we want to, what we want to invest in and in our, you know, so, you know, I think it's, it's really, it should be, you know, just going in, having a conversation, um, you know, being, being honest, uh, and being open. And I think the VCs will do the same. Um, and if they're, and once again, they may not know anything about the industry. So you, you, I mean, you, you are the expert. So I think it is a, it's a two way conversation. Um, and definitely think that that's important in terms of, you know, anything else that, you know, I can help out with, you know, once again, you know, www.lunicapventures.com, you know, feel free to email me if you have any questions. You know, I, I, there are, there are a lot of times where it's like the, the five minute rule where at least if I can help out, if I can set aside some time throughout, like on a Friday afternoon. Um, but it is a five minute, five minute rule. Cause I want to help out everybody, but I can't help out everybody. So it's kind of, if I can make a favor in five minutes, it's the five minute favor. Um, so I think that's one thing that I, you know, have to have to get good at, but always happy to, you know, kind of converse. And if you're at a Bunker Labs event, always happy to, you know, definitely, you know, come up and have a conversation. Um, and then additionally, for those of you that might be thinking about going the education route and maybe thinking about either starting a company or it could be going to get an MBA. Um, I also started a foundation, which is www.lunicapfoundation.org. Um, and this is a nonprofit, 100% nonprofit organization. 100% of all donations go directly towards tuition, where we help out veterans and we provide scholarships to veterans and or Mexicans that are going to uh, top tier business schools. So if you're going to go to Columbia, Wharton, Stanford, Booth, um, those types of schools, what we're doing and right now, uh, as we continue to grow, we're providing scholarships. And so I you know, encourage you to take a look at that. Um, and that might be a resource for you as well. Um, I'm also <laughs> raising donations for that and trying to go out and get folks to, to be a part of that. Um, and so, yeah, once again, we're, we're always fundraising and building and fundraising and building. So it's an interesting dynamic. Um, but certainly, you know, I'm, I'm certainly still in the trenches. I haven't, you know, haven't really gotten out of it yet, but you know, maybe, maybe just a couple, you know, steps down a little further than many of you. Uh, so always happy to kind of help talk, discuss either of those things. Um, and just, you know, here to kind of help build the ecosystem. And I think as one of us does well, we all do well. Um, and I always say to kind of send the elevator back down, you know, so if, whether you're on the first floor, whether you're at the penthouse, there's always something that you can do to help out others and teach. So that's, that's important to me. Um, but no, I really appreciate it, Mike. And this has been, this has been really fun. Hopefully the episodes have been, you know, informative. They've been, um, you know, hopefully they're clear enough and articulated enough where, you know, you feel as though you got something from them um, and would love to continue doing this and continuing this uh, in, the, in the future.
Paul, thanks so much for sitting down with our listeners today. You know, for those of us here in the New York City metro area, you know, Paul has been a, a big advocate of, of Bunker Labs. You know, he uh, became a friend of mine and helped mentor me and teach me about business. And uh, this is just a great way to get him on here and just scale that knowledge and scale that connection, you know, to the masses across the country through audio. And, uh, you know, he's a busy man. He's taking calls, but he was willing to sit down with us and create this series so that we can empower the veteran community out there. Because listen, man, there's so many men and women out here who've already gone through a lot of what you all are about to go through. Let's share these lessons learned. Let's keep supporting each other. And uh, Bunker Labs is a great community to do that because of uh, people like Paul. And so uh, once again, we hope this series has been beneficial for you. Um, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this series on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever listening service you're using today. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a review. We like to think this is evergreen content, so this is something that you can listen to throughout. But uh, leave that review for us so others can come across this resource and be able to leverage it. And then also share it with others in your network who you feel can benefit from the subject material. From there, if you want to get plugged into the Bunker Lab ecosystem and you aren't already, visit www.bunkerlabs.org, select the city nearest to you, sign up for the local newsletter, and attend one of our networking events, either in person or virtual. It's that simple. From there, be sure to get connected at bunkeronline.org. We can learn about our many different programs to support your entrepreneurial journey. We have programs that will take you from idea to invoice, incubate you, and position you to grow alongside other founders and CEOs. Register today at www.bunkeronline.org. I hope you all appreciate this. Feel free to add me personally on LinkedIn, Mike at weareironbound.com or Mike.Stedman Mike at bunkerlabs.org. Reach out to us on LinkedIn and uh, we look forward to staying connected with you all and continuing to empower you on, those, on your own entrepreneurial journey. Peace.